Welcome to the next episode of the Sportsmania podcast. Yes, we're back after the international break. Feels like it feels feel, feels like it's been a while, to be fair. But yes, we've got uh, lots to talk about and a nice group to do it with. So let's go through the panel. We've got George. How are you doing? All good, mate. How are you? All good. Very good. Recovered from the recovered from the big game. We'll talk about it later. What, as well. Oh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> Talking. <laughs> speaking of which, Abdi, how are you doing? Hi. <laughs> thank you, Abdi. Uh, we're Austin. How are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Back after back since you, the last time you were here was the Euros final preview. So yeah, good to have yes. you back. Yeah, back again. Yeah, back again, and we've got a debut on the pod. Yes, finally another new another new contributor. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely good to have you. Right. Let's move on straight to business. We'll talk some newsy items. So before the international break, we said on the episode, you know, the Saudi takeover, you know, from for Newcastle is going to be done, you know, looks most likely. Literally, we stopped recording the podcast and it became official. Since then, Newcastle lost her to Spurs, which we'll talk about later. But also... The news that has come in, Abdi, is that Newcastle have parted with Steve Bruce via, they say, mutual consent. I mean, the writing was on the wall for old Brucey. He had to be sacked regardless. The the form that Newcastle in is relegation form. They haven't won a single game yet. They're 19th. And, um, yeah, they they need to get a move on. So, as soon as the, the Saudi takeover went through, you knew Steve Bruce's days were numbered. Um, pe- many people thought he was going to be sacked immediately, but they gave him the chance to take over the Spurs game for his 1,000th game. And it didn't go to plan. But, yeah, I, after that game, I thought he would have been gone the next morning, pretty much. But they waited a couple of days, and apparently it's mutual consent. But, nah, nah. It was always going to be this way. So, and um, the rumored replacements at the moment is Paolo Fonseca, the former Roma manager, who was also linked with Spurs over the summer, and um, Lucien Favre, who's linked with Palace, so um, former Dortmund boss. So, I've one of those. Probably there's other names like Eddie Howe, Frank Lampard, um, but it's an interesting time for Newcastle fans. It's a, sort of a changing of the guard if you will I mean very different for Newcastle definitely two two pretty good manager choices there in Fonseca and Lucien you know from Dortmund you know it's quite interesting it's not managers that probably Newcastle would have picked under Mike Ashley which is probably one little difference you see under Saudis I mean George I think most people did expect Steve Bruce to go I don't know if I would have sacked him after the Spurs game because that was going to be it bound to be a difficult game you know Okay, we know we don't know we don't know if it's a mutual consent. We have our opinions, but which of which manager would you put to give Newcastle the best chance of you know the the world's richest club to stay up? Big fat Sam. <laughs> <laughs> they like they're they need to stay up. And he's good with it's money. October. It's October. Come on. It, it don't matter whether it's October, mate. It, it, they still need to stay up. They don't. They do, like but it's win- still it, October. They do not look like they're winning a game. I can't. I've got a visual impairment, and I can't even see when they're going to win one. Next. <laughs> like they are useless. Like they're that bad. Even Kane scored. Like I don't know. They started well, Wilson and that, but then like 
like I said, they're just a rich Bournemouth at the minute. But <laughs> I don't, I don't think Eddie Howe's going to happen because you're not going to have to. No disrespect, you're not going to be the richest club in the world and bring in Eddie Howe, who relegated Bournemouth. To be fair, I wouldn't be surprised if they give Graham Jones it for the rest of the season and then go and get who their main target is in the summer. I don't I do would. that. Don't do that. Oh. If it goes well, then afterwards, mm. who knows? They could be yeah. trigger happy. And now, actually, they won't do that. They're not like certain other owners, but continue. They're ambitious. What, United? No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I see. Um, <laughs> I'd... Maybe Fonseca. I don't know. It all, all depends. I was just about to say it depends if they've got money, and I just realised they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely um, have money. They don't have, but, let me tell you. Yeah, they, they don't have any. I don't know. Like their biggest target is to stay up. Because I would, in the words of a hero that once was on Geordie Land, I would love it. I would love it if they got sent down. Well, I mean, we shall see what happens there. I mean, Austin, we haven't had your view on the whole Newcastle business. You know, takeover by the Saudis. Possibly Fonseca as a manager. I mean, would you give Graham? I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but would you give Graham Jones until the end of the season? I certainly don't. I certainly wouldn't. Um, my personal opinion is is this. Now, the Newcastle takeover. You know, it's been a short time since that's happened. It, it, it was only recent since it happened, and for them to go and get rid of um, Jones, um, not Jones, go rid of Bruce. Uh, Bruce, sorry. Uh, sorry, my mistake, Bruce. I don't know why I had the name Jones in my head. Um, for them to go and get rid of Bruce, like, so quickly, they haven't really given him the chance to see how he could work underneath the new ownership, if you get you what I mean. expect them to? Um, yeah, I do. I really do. Um, you know, as George was saying, you know, this is now probably one of the most expensive clubs in the league. Like, you know, one of the most richest clubs in the league now. You know, and for them to go and get rid of Bruce like that, I feel like they should have given him, you know, a little bit longer. A little bit longer. Just to pick on what Austin said, saying there, he has, in a certain point, I do agree, not because he's my brother, because normally he chats absolutely (laughs) But, um... uh... (laughs) Didn't take long for what, for an S-bomb? (laughs) (laughs) I thought I'd get in there before Abdi does before we talk about the games later Um, so don't see what what there is to swear about in the Brighton Norwich game but okay (laughs) how long you got Um, Um, anyway (laughs) (laughs) but I do get the kind of point why sack him just after Spurs like it's not like they lost to Norwich or something like Spurs they're like they got bipolar one minute they're all right, then they're not, then they are, oh, then they aren't. Like, Kane managed to find the goal. If Newcastle went and got, like, lost heavily to Paris, because I think that's who they've got next. Yeah, yeah they do indeed. Uh, uh, like, if they don't lose to St Paddy, I would be like, yeah, then, yeah, you go. But personally, I thought Bruce should have gone weeks ago. So it's one of those catch-22 things. Do you, should he, well, he should have, could have, would have. But he ain't. So I just right, want I, to quickly I, step in um, with that point. That two two points. I want to quickly go back to something that you said about uh, Graham Jones staying as interim manager to the end of the season. 
I feel like the job is too big to just leave it in the hands of the caretaker manager. I wouldn't leave for him the in charge. Season. So they're not going to do that. They're going to leave him in charge until they get their man, which will probably be somebody soon. Um, Mourinho. And no, no, no. Oh, no. Mourinho is not going to Newcastle. If he does, it won't be anytime soon. It'll be when they're in a position when they're up the table rather than now. Um, that's until they start spending the money. Um, point number two was to do with um, Steve Bruce getting sacked. His Just look at his form. As I said at the start, the form is relegation form. It's not good enough. They need to, like in itself, under Mike Ashley, Mike Ashley wasn't ambitious. He would have just left Steve Bruce until a point where it's too late to do anything about it. And then afterwards, sack him, bring someone else in to then afterwards try and navigate that ship when it's already too late and the damage has been done. So that's the man stable in her crew. They're smart. They're like, they're ambitious. Get rid of them now and then just move on. Because okay, okay. sooner rather than later. But you say they're ambitious, yeah? Yeah. So what if it, and this is hypothetical, what if they say to Jones, you have it for the rest of the season? They you tell me that's ambitious. No, you can't say that. I don't imagine them doing that, though. I can tell you right say they now, won't, for a fact, no, no, not, for a fact I can tell you for a fact. Abdi and George are fighting again. No, no, it's so not fine. Do, saying... do you have their phone number or something? Like, no, 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 because I've like... literally seen the reports already that they're Round looking for one. a manager. Fonseca and Favre are the two main front runners at the moment. They're not going to leave Graham Jones, who pretty much I haven't heard about since this morning, in charge of Newcastle to steer them out of relegation battle. Do you really think they're that stupid? Yeah. Only a... No, they wouldn't do that. They literally just bought the club. Why would they put their faith in someone who they're putting in charge of one game, probably? I give them one or two games at best to be in charge of Newcastle. That's it. But if their people already come out and said that in January they're only spending 40 million. And so it doesn't matter. They're not they're not, not gonna be I'm not, I'm not expect no, but I'm not expecting them to spend loads so it's about of management money. rather than money transfers. We're, we're talking about a manager. They're going to bring right, in a so manager. So you think I'm they're going to bring now, someone they, in yeah, yes, yes. who's not Premier League experience in a relegation battle? Yes, they'll bring in a manager. They're, they're going to bring a proper manager. It doesn't matter if they're not Premier League proven. They've done it in um, Syria. They've done it in the Bundesliga. You know? So what was from Saka done? He managed Roma. Yeah, so? What has he done? I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> his... Agent, oh, well. he got but, them quite no, far in the. He got them to the semi-finals of the Europa League. And to be honest, get pulled that kept them in European places. I guess. That don't mean nothing. He's... Arsenal got to okay, the but... semi-finals of Arteta. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't get to You're European places Arsenal. in the Premier League. Had... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's only five teams in Italy. Oh, but that, what I'm saying is Fonseca. Right, you're you're saying oh yeah, <laughs> I, I just think for when you're. Down in a relegation battle, and how bad Newcastle are, they need someone who's experienced. George, George, let's 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 use our brains and let's let's actually look at the situation. Newcastle have just been taken over. Yeah, honestly, honestly, pound on your heart, believe that Graham Jones. They all trust Graham Jones to steer the ship for the rest of the season. No, but you just you never know. They were. I'm telling you now, they won't do it. Forty Right, uh, Austin. So, what do you think of this? I mean, in in Graham Jones, we trust. Uh, well, I'm currently <laughs> I'm currently 
Uh, I'm currently looking at the um, list of uh, there's a list of odds on who's going to become who can become the next manager for Newcastle, and an interesting one that I've seen is um, Zidane and Jose Mourinho what? are also in, are also favourites to become Newcastle manager as well as Unai Emery. Brendan Rodgers, Steven Gerrard, and Rafa Benitez. No, that's not happening either. No, I mean, Benitez is not happening. Now, I'll be surprised if Zidane Benitez or even Unai Emery goes towards Newcastle or even looks at them, thinks about them, or even talks about them. Why would Unai leave? He's in the Champions League. Why would he leave? He's in a pretty good position. Because the owners have ambition. Like, you know, you that's what you've just said. Like, yeah, all your arguments are set. They're so no, I, I had no, 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 no. I, I, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Here goes round bring, two. No, they'll bring in a manager, they'll bring in a world class manager at some point. They're not going to bring in one. Yeah, right I'm not this saying second. that down the line when they're in a more stable position, they need someone to just steer the ship at the moment, bring someone in like a Favre, like a Fonseca, no, get them playing. Ding, ding, ding. He literally just lost. Uh, not lost. Um, got relegated to West Brom. His, Mate, his he was already over. down. Magic, yeah, but that was West Brom, though. Yes, it was All true. I'm saying but... is, I'm not saying that Graham Jack, this is where everyone's getting it wrong. And obviously, there's a lot of clickbait going on here with like in Graham Jones we trust and all this. I never said that. All I said was that I wouldn't be surprised. Stranger things have happened in football. Personally, I think they need to go and get a manager, but I don't think their number one target is available. Who is their number one target? I think they're going to go, they'll do whatever they can to go for Brendan Rodgers. Honestly, believe that. You really think Brendan Rodgers? Brendan Rodgers. It doesn't. Why wouldn't it? There's there's other people at the moment moment available. There are (laughs) other people available. Brendan Rodgers isn't the be all end all. I don't know the targets, yeah, like, because I'm. I'm not part of the Saudi consortium, right? <laughs> but um, why wouldn't Brendan Rodgers go? Have you seen Leicester? They ain't getting European football this season. I mean, we've got Eddie Howe. Still right? early, early Howe, doors. Who's Howe? I've had Eddie Howe. Right, Eddie Howe, that's yeah. it. Eddie Howe. Like, why would you want him? That's not ambitious. Well, he, he you might as well go and get our set. I was going to say it's ambitious if you want to stay up. Just stay up. But this is this is this is what's gonna happen. Me. Wait, this this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna bring in a manager now. The manager Prince that they bring in now, <laughs> the manager that they bring in now is gonna be a manager that steers them forward. They're gonna build the, the foundations of the club. They're not gonna be there forever. Then they're gonna move on to another manager. Another manager. Solskjaer, then. No, no, no. No, Solskjaer's staying at my United for the rest of the season. No, just let me. Uh, we'll talk about him later. They'll bring in another manager on top of that to build on that. And then when they get to a point, they'll bring in their world-class manager, they'll start spending the big money, and then afterwards they'll get to that point. Who knows? They might even bring in like a big, big manager, like a, like a, your Zidane's and them lot and Conte's or whatever. They'll, they'll bring in someone, maybe a new kid on the block, and just give them a chance. And who knows? They might make their own world-class manager from that. So Did you get, did you get that in the minutes from the consortium? No. Okay, just checking. The way, man- the way managers are going, we'll have Santi Cazorla managing Newcastle United. Watch. Might as well. We've got Arteta. Might as difference? well. We've got Arteta and well, Patrick, that, uh, Patrick Vieira bloody managing. I don't know. I, I, I'm, all I'm saying is, if 
Graham Jones did listen to that if he did before the clickbait goes boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But personally they need someone who can get who can get their, this club out of trouble because mate they are they're they're in more trouble than the oil crisis and all the fuel and all that. They don't, they, don't look like they're gonna win. They are certainly in trouble. They certainly look uh they certainly look that look that way. Well Mark what Mark what's your view on this? I mean Okay, Steve Bruce sacked. I, you know, maybe he should have been given more chance. And also, you know, would you, who would you have as manager? You know, who do you think could do the right job if not Graham Jones or if not, you know, Brendan Rogers or Fonseca? Well, it's funny you should mention, I mean, Newcastle are in severe trouble. I'm looking at the table now and they've got three points from eight games. The only team below them are Norwich City. So they obviously need to improve drastically. As opposed, in terms of whether they're going to get Graham Jones or Brendan Rodgers, I think results will dictate everything for Graham Jones. If they start well under him, I think the next game that was Palace, then it'll buy by him and the management at board level more time. But realistically, longer term, there's no way they're going to go with him, even towards the back end of the season. I know Brendan Rodgers come out and said that he wouldn't do the job, but when somebody flashes a whole load of cash on, on, under your nose and says, oh, go and take that and build, and build a club, then uh, he might change his mind. But yeah, I feel a bit sorry for, I know she said this, but Steve Bruce himself, because I know it's a cutthroat business, but he always comes across as quite a classy guy, I thought. And um, I thought that the way that he was handled in the media and everything, although inevitable, was uh, a, 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 a bit sad. But that's just my opinion. So. Well, we'll follow developments of that, certainly, and see how that goes. We will now move on to uh, match game week game week eight and talk about some of the games. So, George, first, we're going to move on to... Difficult to say much about this game because it was the first game for Claudio Ranieri. No one expected miracles, especially against a team like Liverpool who uh, blew Watford apart pretty much from the point go. I don't know. I think Ranieri might get sacked next week because he's the way Watford go. Um, you can go to Newcastle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. Problem solved. Graham, Graham Jones, I go with him. Anyway, um, <laughs> double act. Yeah. Uh, Rones. Um, but uh, Liverpool, Liverpool are playing quite well at the minute. To be fair, um, Salah's just on a different planet at the minute. Um, yeah, but he scored. He did score a goal. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's on a different planet. Best one of the yeah, one. He's really good. Not, one of the best players in the world, if not the best player in the world at the minute. Um, for me, um, what for that bad? Even for me, no, I saw that trick. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Watford's a weird one for me. Like they, like we've said previous podcast, they weren't actually doing that bad, and then they sat their manager and bringing old pizza man and. Watford have got Everton next, so they they could get sent there. I don't know, maybe I don't know, but I think they'll stay out Watford, but because there's about four or five teams worse than them. Like at the bottom, you've got Norwich. Well, not even worth talking about Norwich. Um, <laughs> New, Newcastle. So yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, Mo Salah talking about Austin going on to Mo Salah. I spoke to a Liverpool fan over the weekend who 
literally turned to me and said, I think we should sell Mo Salah. I think we should sell him for 150 million. How, how, how much? 150 million, apparently. 150 million? Are they, are they taking the... Mm. Right. One, I feel sorry for you talking to a Liverpool fan. I feel really sorry for you. And two, you're mad if you think you're going to sell Salah for 150 mil. You're mad. Like, Tottenham couldn't even sell Kane for that. Like, you know... Uh, Kane, Tottenham Kane... could sell Kane. Daniel well, Levy could, didn't want to. But no one really wanted him. No, but City would have paid that. But Levy is what done that. There's only two teams who could buy Salah for that price. Newcastle. No, well, freedom. <laughs> Newcastle. Real Madrid. Now. Real Madrid. Yeah, Real Madrid, Man PSG City. and Man City. That's who I would have said. But now throw them lot into no, it. Newcastle. But I couldn't see Salah going to Newcastle. I couldn't. But Salah for 150 mil? No, no. That's cheap. That's cheap. That is. That is. It is. Right now, mil- I take two hundred million plus. No, so, but if Liverpool get one hundred fifty for Salah, they're laughing. Salah's like, I mean, you can still get a few years out of Salah as well. He's he's turning thirty, and you know, get some. You can bring someone else in. I don't know who you bring in, but Salah is very crucial to Liverpool. I think he's just one of the best players in the world for me. It's getting better and better. Yes, but there are a couple others at the moment who'd argue that case as well. If we're going off form, purely off form. Yeah. Right in the league, then he's got to be the best in the league. In in the league, yes. In the league, yes. In the world, there's Lewandowski and Benzema at the moment as well who are doing bits. The thing yeah. is, if I if I was a club right now, like if I was the manager of a club or whatever, and I looked at Mohamed Salah and I went and said, right, 29 years of age, 150 mil, nah. I'd be nah. snapping it up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Would. The days of football now, the days of football now are play the young players. Play the young ones. Not no, but that's bald, That's rubbish there. because look at Karim Benzema and Ronaldo. And look how fit Salah can as well. He literally, right. I feel like Salah can go for for for, for a long while. Salah, yeah. Salah is easy, but at the moment, easy the best player in the league at the moment, and he's definitely in the top four in the best players in the world. Like it, the way he plays, like that. He goes through the defence like they're not there. It don't matter whether he's 29, 49 or 89. He's still yeah. one of the best players. Like, like look at, like, we all take the but look at Ronaldo. 36 or 37 years old, I might get his age wrong, but he's a monster. Like, what he, what he can do at that age. And obviously, we will come to this because obviously, we're going to talk about the good start that United are having. But, but with Ronaldo, <laughs> he's 30, in his mid-30s, and he's doing what people like Mbappe and all that lot do, like 10, 12, 13, 14 years younger than him. So age for me doesn't matter as much now. Like 29, you only go, you enter your prime when you're in 20, between 28 and 32. So Mo Salah's got one big move left in him, potentially. Yes, it'll be but, interesting to see what that move will be. I mean, Mark, what's your view on the, on, on the whole Salah situation? You know, should Liverpool sell him for the uh, 150 million that some that a fan suggested, or you know, no, think, should they keep so. him keep hold of him? 
I think they should keep hold of him for several reasons. One, he's a crucial part of that front three with Firmino and uh, Mane. They look as if they're... I saw, I saw quite a bit of the Watford game and they just destroyed Watford and he was a key part of that. I also thought that against Atletico Madrid, he played well. Uh, if they want to win the Champions League and potentially the Premiership back, then uh, he's going to have to be, be a part of that team. Also, I take on board what George said. I mean, you don't take your um, birth certificate on the pitch in terms of your age. It's just it's your ability and your talent that counts. It doesn't matter about age. Ryan Giggs did it until he was in his late thir- 30s. When you hit 30, because of the diet improvements these days and medical improvements, players now can just perform for longer now, I think. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd, be, I'd be amazed they sell Salah unless the player actually actually wants to go. Um but, yeah, I, I, I can't see it myself. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that one, to be fair, because I can't imagine that per- personally, not for £150 million, maybe a bit bigger, but also Liverpool selling Salah. That will be quite a suicidal move from them, Abdi. Yes and no. At the same time, with the money they can use to invest for their long-term future. Look what they've done with Coutinho. They did, they, and they, they uh, got away with it in terms of my, that money. They in, off there. <laughs> yeah, they did. And they brought in Van Dijk and Allison of that money and took them to a Champions League title and a Premier League title after that. So um, but most, I feel like Mo Salah is very key to everything good at Liverpool. Um, and it does pain me as a United fan watching um, them with a player of such quality like that. And... Part of you guys, oh, imagine if he played for us because he is a filthy, filthy player. The things he'd done to Watford, putting people on the floor, dancing through defences like there was nothing there. Done it to City as well. You know, those those two goals would be in the goal of the month and goal of the season contenders straight up. Um, strictly Salah. Strictly Salah, indeed. <laughs> um, but I feel like a PSG or Real Madrid could come in, pay the money, and he'd be off. Um, but at the moment, I think he, he wants a higher wage and they, he, he fully deserves it. And Liverpool should give him whatever they whatever he's asking for. Give him the keys. Literally, just give him whatever he wants. Get, yeah, that's, that's what if you If this was Mane we were talking about, it'd be a completely different subject. It would. Because Mane can be replaced. I just don't think Salah can at the moment. He can't. He really can't. Not right now. Unless you sign Mbappe. Nah, he's, he's, he's hard. No, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but yeah, I know. I'm saying that's the, yeah. that's the level you're at. Like, yeah. you get rid of Mane, you can bring someone in who probably do a job. There's, there's younger players out there. But Salah, it's like if... I was going to say De Bruyne at Man City, but he ain't, I don't know, I think Salah's a bit better than De Bruyne. But on that same sort of thing, like, I know, what when, you mean, I know. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. like when PSG but, lose Mbappe, that's going to be a big hole to fill. I know they've got Messi and Neymar, Neymar. but that's where I think Salah could fit in as well. I mean, yeah. stepping Salah. down to the French league is is going to be eh. Uh, no disrespect there, but at the same time, it's not on the level of like the Premier League standard. The not only on the level really of championship. <laughs> the only thing you're really fighting for there is Champions League, which you can do with Liverpool in itself. So that back when really Doozy know. scores out there, he's useless. <laughs> All they do is fight each other. The players fight each other. It's like 
fans fight each other. Yeah, it's like they don't. It's I don't know. I, it just shows how bad PSG are for me that they couldn't even win a title where they're the only team that's any good. I just, I just don't think it's competitive, and that's why I'm always respect Leo. Leo were a very good side last year. Uh, well, Arsenal's feeder club, yeah. It's a feeder club. You got one player from them, and yeah. um, we got two, what, didn't we? Who did he get? Uh, we went Pepe did he get Gabriel from, from there? No, I know Pepe. Oh, oh, Gabriel, yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking of Pepe, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about him later. Yeah, but um, I just I can't see Salah. <laughs> I really hope there's no French well, French people listening, but I just don't think Salah's going to belittle himself and put himself down to that low level of a French. Money league. talks. Money mm. talks. Yeah, but I see him. They can throw all the money at him, and he'll come. He'll come yeah. running. They'll give him his own pyramid or something. Probably. Oh, oh, Arsene Wenger has said that he feels that. Salah is the best striker in the world. He's not a striker, though. That's what apparently Arsene Wenger said. Even though he's not a striker, he said that he is the best striker in the world. He's not he even a winger. A striker. <laughs> I don't know what That's he is. That's the thing. He's a cheater. He's an inside forward. Yeah. He's still, yeah, he's just a cheater. Yeah. yeah, so that's what's confused me a bit with Arsene Wenger's statement there. Yeah. Leave him alone. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, Anywho, move along. <laughs> yes, moving the moving along to the next game and don't say it. Oh, no, 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 no. We're gonna get. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna leave this. We're gonna move on to the to that game in a bit. But next, Austin, we'll move on to. Eh, it's a thrill. I mean, I've seen these games go to different results. I've seen a nil nil with some red cards. Not much that can be said apart from a thriller with Vol- Villa Wolves. 3-2 winners. Wolves in the end, I believe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um... Back to any sound effects after last week's episode. Do yeah. <laughs> you really want to know what Villa Wolves reminded me? Well, I say Villa Wolves. Now you said that. Me. Yes, I do. It, 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 it was before the game I went to, but the Villa Wolves game was like the Arsenal Palace game, the last minute decision, you know, like with Ruben Neves with that 95 minute uh, goal to secure the win for Wolves. Oh, well played. I actually thought you was going to actually talk yourself through this, not having a clue what you was on about, but you actually knew you scored the goal. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, I'll I'm give you that one. All right, I'll give you that. Where um, did you read that? Sky, Sky Sports News. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it on my other screen on, on the right hand side. <laughs> I've literally got everything here, everything I need. Um, no, but honestly, um, I watched the highlights because I was I was working during the game, but I watched the highlights and you know, I, it was a very interesting but close game. A very interesting but close game. But you know, like I said, oh, Michael Owen now. For Ruben Neves to get that last goal and secure the win for Wolves, you know, you you have to give him credit for that, you know. Cheers, Michael. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this is like a good win for Wolves there, definitely. Mark, for Villa, though, you know, they've, they're an interesting team because consistency is something that can be tricky with Villa sometimes this season. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're 13th at the moment. I mean... From the position they were in that game, they, they shouldn't have lost it. They conceded three of the principal, 
really goals from set pieces. I know we spoke about the um, the Nevers win, winner, which was just a, a massive deflection, which the goalkeeper had no chance with. But from Villa's perspective, I don't know, I was a bit concerned with them at the start of the season. I know they got 100 million in for Grealish, their talisman, as you like. But they've replaced him reasonably okay, I think, with Bailey and Ings. They, they've done well. But I just think that it's how they kick on now. Are the owners going to invest more in the club? Are they going to um, just be content to sit where they are? Because Dean Smith, the manager, I thought he came in from Brentford and he's, he's obviously improved with it because I remember a couple of years ago when Villa were in the Premiership and they were just in free fall. I mean, they got to the cup final, I think, one year and they got battered 5 0, I think it was. But, um, yeah. But they have, yeah, they they have improved Villa. Sorry? We beat them in the final as well. I know. We? Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember so, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with that game, right? We will move on. So, I'm happy Villa lost though, because they start recently. Uh, I will say just quickly, they think they're, they're a bigger club because they've sold Grealish. The amount of fans yeah. I've seen on Twitter is that like that. Aston Villa, they're calling Arsenal's game a derby. Now, where, yeah. the, where the hell is that a derby? I was gonna say, apart from the Emil Smith Row one, because they were. Trying to take him, and then that's. I mean, that'll be that. That would make as much sense as you know. I don't know. I just. I think Danny Ins is a good signing, but I'm not sure about Leon Bailey yet. No, some of their signings, you still kind of wonder how how they're going to really do. He done um, well against. Uh, was it Everton? Yeah, he scored a great goal. Yeah, I need to but, see more of him or hear more of him. Yeah. Yeah, I think nice it to makes, see. Yeah. Nice to see Martinez doing what he's doing anyway. Mm. <laughs> conceding, conceding goals, yeah, plenty. <clears throat> so we move on now. So uh, I said, you know, Man United need to bounce back oh, after the other oh, happens. Oh, you know, I said it needs to happen, and against a team like Leicester, who are in a terrible form, perfect for United to bounce back. And, uh, what happened? <laughs> what did the oh, fuck oh, say? Do you want me to start, Abde? <laughs> Do you want us to come back to you? We'll come back to we'll, we'll come back to Abdi then. Um, George, what, what I mean, what, what do you think of uh, all the other wheel? Tell me how good does it feel? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't actually watch the match live or anything or that. Listen to it so because I was um training, but um, I was seeing the scores come through and it went one nil, one one, two, or whatever it did, and I was like, okay. But um, Maguire, I thought, had an absolute western, mate, absolute <laughs> western super nightmare. He, I, I don't know if like Leicester said, like, just drops out here, mate, give us a bit of an hand. We ain't had a win for a while. But um, I just think Solskjaer is the problem again. He's just not good enough. I've said it for months and months and months. He's good enough for the rest of us, but it's just not working, is it? Like, like they keep, he keeps saying, oh, we, like saying we've gone through a bad run of form. What, another one? Like more, or a bad patch, he said. Like he had more bad patches than you get in Sainsbury's. Fair play to uh, Leicester. They've got the Vardy again, wouldn't it? He scored. I don't know what else you can say about Man United. They're um, crap, basically. <laughs> I like um, seeing Fred and McTominay in the midfield and 
And they don't um, say they don't. Obviously, the Ronaldo factor is there, but maybe it's a bigger problem than they think. I don't know. But defensively, they're they're just not in a good way. Really, <laughs> it's nice to see them playing like that. Is it really? Uh, yeah, it is, to be fair. Yes. Abdi, you yeah, say Fred like, McTominay in the midfield. Fred Abdi's wasn't even back. playing, mate. Abdi, what was it I was singing to you the other day? What was it? Oh, yeah. You know, battered everywhere they go. <laughs> I just, I think the problem in that Leicester game, defensively, they're all over the place, but I know they're right. quite All right, all right. Let's just get into it then. Um, yeah. Basically, we were plain and simple. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> no, um, a deeper dive into it. I when when we put the team out, I thought that's a good lineup. The Maguire thing was a bit of a concern because literally had one training session, I believe, or something, or he just joined the training session, um, and then he was just thrown straight back into it. Solskjaer needs to trust his players, right? Um, Luke Shaw. Didn't train all week before, what was it, the Everton game or Villa game or whatever it was. You had a fit Tellers, um, a confident Tellers after scoring, and he brings back Luke Shaw straight away. Eric Bailly yeah, fit and ready to go. Brings back an unfit Harry Maguire. Why? I, I, I Sometimes what he does absolutely baffles me. Um, Harry Maguire had a nightmare of a game. Um he was bullied off the ball for the, the first goal. Uh, Iheanacho chased him down. The fans were getting in his head. Tillemans, what a flipping goal that was. The fourth goal, when um, Maguire was marking nobody pretty much. We were just all over the place. There was um, The midfield was non-existent. There were just gaps. They could walk for, our, walk for us pretty much and just play. And it was horrible to watch. It was, it was frustrating. It was annoying, anything you can think of, really, and it wasn't enjoyable. Um, you got to blame the manager for this tactically. It's not there. Um, you got to question it. Um, my confidence with Solskjaer has been dropping very, very rapidly um, recently, and I feel like at a, I'm at a point where things do need to change whether that be the manager himself, the coaching staff, something has to change within that system right there. If Oli goes out today and goes, I'm bringing in a whole new coaching setup that can actually do what I need them to do and what I want them to do, then I will stand by and I'll be like, all right, fine. But that's not going to happen because they're a unit, they're a clique, they're, they're pretty much one person spread out across like four different people. It, it's frustrating because I was looking at um, Ajax play yesterday against Dortmund. They smashed them 4-0. Smashed them 4-0. Eric Ten Hag tactically set up that team to play, just play proper football. And people said that he wouldn't be able to do it after losing the likes of the Lip, the Young. Donny van der Beek, who is absolutely getting who? ruined by Solskjaer. Who, exactly. Van der Beek? Yeah, he used, oh, to, he used to be bench. a proper football player. He used to be a footballer. Goodness me, when was that? <laughs> van der Beek. And uh, Hakim Ziyech, all of them lot. 
they said he couldn't rebuild. Yeah, he rebuilt that team and he's absolutely flying in Champions League. Haller took him from West Ham and made him into the top goal scorer of the Champions League at the moment. I, if we're going to get rid of Solskjaer, which we're not, I want us to bring in a proper manager. Conte, I don't, I don't feel confident with Conte. Um, just, yeah. Well, Zidane, Bruce. No, shut up. No. <laughs> Zidane. Um, sure, maybe, I guess. Ten Hag. I feel like that'll be the manager to get, but you're not going to get in until end of the season. So what do you do in that sort of position? You're not going to go back down the caretaker route and do that again because they're trigger happy. And if the caretaker does well, no, no, definitely not. (laughs) Just because they're an ex-player doesn't mean they're a good manager, okay? Simple as. Yeah, pretty much. We both know that firsthand. Anyway, full disclosure, it is currently Wednesday. We play Atalanta tonight. We have to win tonight. Something has to change. Then we have Liverpool on Sunday. That's a must-win game as well. He'll win that. He has to. In my books, he has to. He always does. Then we have Spurs. Then we have Atalanta away. Then we have City. This run of games isn't going to be easy for him. So he has to navigate through it. I doubt they're going to get rid of him. But I feel like the fan base is slowly shifting. And it's shifting to more frustration at the moment. So that's all I gotta say on that one. It's all right, mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> an interesting one really there for United. It's the same old question that you've uh, you've mentioned about Solskjaer. Um Austin, though, when it comes to Leicester, I mean, they were appalling. You know, they've got that win against United. Do you think that will help to boost them on? You know, they've got European football and then they've got league games to still carry on. Do you think that has given Leicester the boost that they needed? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Whenever, whenever, <clears throat> whenever a team wins, you know, it always gives them that, that sort of boost. And, you know, it gives them a confidence thing, you know. And, um, you know, for Vardy to score. And then you had, um, oh, I can never say his bloody name, right? Is it Soyan? So, so that's it. That's his name. I can never say his bloody name right. For him to score and for Te- Telemans or whatever his bloody name Shoot. is. Telly Get it right in the end. For them to score, you know, it's a bit of a boost for them. Um, you know, I've been told by many people that they feel that Jamie Vardy's been quite um, quiet when playing. Really? With... Yeah. Second top goal scorer. I know. It makes no sense. And I've said this to them as well. But, you know... Um, yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be a massive boost for Leicester, you know, uh, for their upcoming matches. Just um, in time not. for them to play Arsenal, yeah. Uh, yeah just in time <laughs> for them to go and play Arsenal, yeah. You can imagine what's going to happen there. That's, good. That's why United done it. It's all mi- oh, yeah. mind games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. It was a good goal. I think Greenwood scored, didn't he? He did. Yeah, that was a cracking goal. He scored in the 19th minute. Perfect, like on a positive for Abdi because I feel like we—he's getting a bit ripped here. I'm starting to feel a bit sorry for him. It's not, it's not Jack, because if this was Jack, I'd have him in tears by now. But, um, but for Abdi, because I like Abdi, um, Mason Greenwood's oh, goal was quite nice. good. So it can be nice. That's the yeah. that's the only real positive because you can't really take much positive from Rashford's goal. 
because it was literally just the uh, Lindelof hoof the ball upfield. Yeah. Rashford, Pacey comes on, runs on to it, scores it. Wasn't even that much of yeah, a good goal. For Jamie to, to Jamie no, to get but, back on the pitch, it's good. Guess what happened afterwards? 15 seconds after the kickoff, mm. it was 3-2. So it was pointless anyway. Got to hope so for nothing. And you know what? We deserve to lose. We deserve to lose. Like, if we're yeah. playing like that, you deserve to lose. I can't remember like, the last time you've actually deserved to win. Not even dizzing you out. It, that's the thing. That's the thing. We No, no, no. We have been poor for a while. But that's the thing. We get away with it. A lot of the times, we get away with it. That's the thing. You have done for that 20 Saturday, years, No, 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 no. Not like that. Saturday was the first time in a while that we didn't get away with it. And we, we got found out. So... I do think... Yeah. I honestly think that... Um, I think you'll win tonight and I think you'll win on Sunday because it's what Solskjaer does. He just, he's on the, he's like, he's just about to be executed. And then they go, they go yeah, yeah, yeah. And ah, they will pull him up. And then he gets the result and then he stays for another few weeks. It's a vicious circle. Don't get me wrong. It is, it is, it is a vicious circle. We've done it I'm last season. It is, it is literally, it's getting to a point where it's sort of emotional torture at this point. Because, um, I'm I'm getting to a point where I need to separate Ole Gunnar Solskjaer the player and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer the manager Ole yeah, Gunnar no, Solskjaer the player he will always be a legend you can't take mm-hmm. that away from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer the manager you need to call him out and you need to tell him he's not good enough at what he's doing at the moment I'll tell him and, no you'll tell him I'll other people outside the club other people outside the club will tell him most of our fans will tell him but the media and ex players, they they won't. They uh, I to they go. Buy him. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I just, um, I do take that they got it. Like what the injuries thing. Like, I don't get why Shaw played. Like you said, with um, Teles being fit and right to play. I was like, I was mentioning Shaw about this game, but it was more to do with I think it was the Everton game. Yeah, but I'm saying even both. But of yeah, them not really yeah. That much. Um, That's what he does, though. He he doesn't trust his squad players. What he does, if anyone's injured, he will bring them back and he rush them in straight away. McTominay was injured for what over a month, and he yeah, came he back and played three full games back to back to back to what back. What about Ronaldo as a player manager? No, <laughs> for the rest <laughs> of the season. <laughs> oh, we'll literally be living off vibes at that point. We've had cli- we've had clip we've had enough clickbaits on here with Hubert saying, "Oh, in Graham Jones we trust." So why not in Ronnie we trust? Come on, Ronnie's Ronnie, at the we wheel. We do trust. Ronnie's at the wheel, mate. Yeah, that's yeah. that's, that's going to be the new hashtag. Well, when well, Solskjaer goes, Ronnie's at the wheel. I would yeah, say Geeks would be on the sideline, but I don't know if he's um tagged at him. <laughs> Well, it's an interesting one, really. Mark, what's your view on, you know, the Man United situation, you know, with all uh, How many lives well, has he had now and how many more is he going to get before Mark enough? Loves enough? It. I think he's got to at least six. Um, I think that when you look at Solskjaer, he doesn't, from my perspective, he looks like exactly what he is. He looks like somebody that's got the job principally because of one goal he scored in, in the new camp for Man United <laughs> against, against... I don't uh, think it's because of that. <laughs> but if he hadn't been playing for Man United would, would he, and scored that goal, would he have got that job, the, the managed job? He got it principally because of his playing record, but the two are completely different. He didn't He didn't really cut the mustard at Cardiff. I know he won a couple of league titles, I think it was Mulder in Norway, but that's no 
that's no insistence that he should get the Premier or one of the Premier jobs in England. And I've got nothing against him personally, but I just think he's out of his depth. And if you look at the players he's buying, they're buying good players, but I saw the highlights and uh, quite a bit of the game against Leicester. And defensively, they were all over the place. That comes from structure. That comes from people knowing what they're doing. And Solskjaer just didn't look as if he's going to be the one to turn it around. I wish him well, but I don't think he's going to be up to the standard that, that United need and, and expect, personally. That's the thing. I said it earlier. We're not, we were talking about interim managers with Graham Jones and certain clubs being too trigger-happy for results are going too well, i.e. Man United. Um, that's how it happened. Solskjaer was only there to just take take the reins of the season, just see how it goes. He had a good run of fixtures for like three months and then afterwards everyone was saying, oh, there's at the wheel and they um, lapped it up. The Glazers lapped it up and they were like, like you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll give him the contract. Yeah. You wait till the end of the season. They never wait till the end of the season to see how it finishes. They, they, it's like they watched the movie. They got through half of it and they were up to the ending bit of it. They were like, you know what? Now this is going to be great. This is going to be great. Let's just um, yeah. already leave the movie or something. When's the seat? Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, living in it. Either. But uh, the, yeah. they, they, they basically skipped over the ending. And, yeah. and the ending was the key part. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just just didn't, just didn't work. The, in terms that, of... at the time before Solskjaer got the job, the board were under a lot of pressure at United, weren't they? So they he were. Kind of, like, took the pressure off them. That, that, why they probably let, let, let him run with it. Bang on. You are absolutely spot on with what you're saying there. Solskjaer is a shield. Because the fans love him so much, Is it is com- conflicting because he's literally just in the, in between um, the fans and the Glazers. If there was any other yeah. managers, Mourinho, Van Hal, Moyes, they'll literally sidestep them and then yeah. take their anger out on the Glazers. Whereas Solskjaer's in the way, he's sort of a roadblock. They, we can't get past him. So that's why yeah. they keep him on. They're not ambitious. They don't want Man United to succeed. They're not smart to think, spend money to make money. They just make money, make money, make money. Well, interesting outlook there. We'll have to see how it goes in, in you know, especially with United's big game as we do later in predictions. Right, we'll quickly move on to the next game. Again, wasn't exactly a thriller that one. Um, it was, it was. Well, Brentford Chelsea. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, do you mean not Brentford, you. Not Brentford you. versus Mendy? Well, pretty much. That's what it was. I mean, Abdi, you know, what, you. Was thrilling, what was thrilling about it, really? It's, Second you know. half, the, the amount of pressure that Brentford were putting on you guys, you know? Um, it was I really like he, funny. I like he... he said it thrilling. To, to, he's asking you what's thrilling to someone whose team lost this weekend when his team won. Well, I mean, that game was thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen. I need. I need. I need to go watch something else after it. So I went off to watch this game. Um, like cold or something. Shut up now. Um, oh, lovely. Uh, no, nah, but Chelsea. They first half they were doing well for themselves, but second half they, I felt like they dropped off and Brentford put the pressure on. It was not going to be an easy game, and and it certainly wasn't an easy game. And I feel like Brentford deserved something more from it because Mendy. Good lord, what what is that keeper on? Mendy kept us in that game. He he saved you how many times? Literally, he took a the a shot right to the face, 
like fully like close range as well. Not not from distance, close range, took it straight to the face. Did it not some sense into him? I I don't know because he literally got up afterwards and made another save and just yeah. Uh, he, he was on something else that day. But are you insinuating that he was on drugs, Abdi? <laughs> no, that that's the wrong keeper. Where that that's, that was yeah. someone in the Netherlands. Uh, you know, <laughs> you linked with him anyway. Um, oh no 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 no. Yes, you, no. Yeah. but yeah, no. That that's what Chelsea need to do, though. Um, they had injury, a little bit of injury problems in defence in terms of um, Rudiger and uh, Thiago Silva, so they had to play Chalaba and Malang Sar, along with Christensen, obviously. Um, but that's what Chelsea need to do. They just need to win the games where they don't look like they're going to probably... Well, they should have won this game anyway, but in games where it's tricky and to see out the win, that's what a championship team can do. And if they have aims of becoming title winners, then that's what they keep, need to keep on doing. And I feel like it's going to be... Chelsea's going to be a tough team to beat. So... Not as well as Brentford... Yeah. As well as Brentford, then they're not playing in the best of things. Uh, but that's what you have. Uh, that's what you have to do. If you're not playing well, you need last to still be winning. Last couple of games, I noticed that they're not actually playing that well. But they're doing. Kaku hasn't scored in a while. So yeah, hopefully yeah. He makes up for that the weekend. We'll see. We'll see. There's rumours he's going to be benched tonight because of um, yeah. being poor. overplayed and overtired and muscle. Yeah, fatigue poor or Romy's played a bit too much. Ickle Romy. Wait, so. George, just quickly, what's your opinion on Ivan Tony then? What? Ivan Tony, he's the player yeah. for that, Ivan Tony. Um, yeah. I, I don't think he'll be at Brentford for long, personally. What, you think he's going to go to like a higher club? Yeah. Really? Too, yeah, yeah. Too good for but like, uh, Brentford. But like who? Uh, whoever's above Brentford. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Anyone who comes in. Because I was just looking at the statistics. I'd have him at Arsenal. Chelsea, and it's interesting, mm. that's all. I'd have no. him at Arsenal. Oh, I don't that, know. Yeah. I, I don't know. know if we would, but I would have... Like, but I said that about Ollie Watkins as well. And, mm. Yeah. And um, it's only because I was, I was looking at the uh, statistics for Brentford-Chelsea and, you know, the attacking uh, statistics are interesting with, you know, Brentford 17 shots to then Chelsea only having five. You know, yeah, but they weren't all Ivan Tony, so... Yeah, obviously, I know. Well. I'm also saying about, obviously, you know, Chelsea's one goal was their one shot on target, right? They have done what they had to do, didn't they? You know, whereas Brentford had seven shots on target. So I still feel that Brentford were the better better side on that Second game. half they were. I don't... Oh, it's yeah. hard. I, I didn't watch first half, so I can't really comment on first, but I watched second half when... Um, they was all over um, Chelsea, but I do like going back to Tony. I do like him. I think Brentford have this um, way of developing great strikers, and it's another one. To be fair, yes. Well, that's you know, it, it's, it's it's one of these games what, really. As I say, what did you think about it? I mean, based on the fact that I was mainly what that I wasn't actually watching the game. What I saw is the way I looked at it is we. I mean, I wasn't expecting us to convincingly beat Brentford, mainly because they up, they have caused some upsets. You know, they held Liverpool to a draw. You know, they. I said the prediction, my, my prediction was, okay, 2-1 Chelsea, but 
you know, a lot of us on last week's podcast went for a draw. And I wouldn't be surprised if that game ended like this because Brentford have been really good. And there are certain games where recently we have made a meal out of it. We made hard work of certain games, you know, whether it's in the Champions League or in the league or in, in, in the Cup. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it was... still think of... Tuchel should stay? <laughs> no, he needs to go, mate. <laughs> Tuchel out! Tuchel out! Get him out! Okay. He and could then, go to Newcastle. He could go to Newcastle. We can have... Brendan Jody Moore. Not, uh, Jody Moore is a... <laughs> yeah. Uh, bring, bring there, maybe. Yeah. Uh, right, so... It, it, it remains to see, really, uh, for... Chelsea. I mean, Mark, what do you, what's your view on Brentford uh, since they've gone up in the Premier League? Because they've been pretty, they've been pretty impressive. They have been. I've been, yeah, hugely impressed with them. I mean, they started off well, unfortunately for me, because they beat Arsenal one nil. Um, but uh, yeah, they've. It'll be interesting to see what happens around Christmas time because that's normally when the injuries start to hit. I know they're currently sitting in ninth position, quite a few points, but nine points clear of the relegation zone. But things can change quickly. So I wish them well, but I think that they won't finish as high as night. But I'm impressed by manager Thomas Frank. I think he's he comes across well. They've got a lot of pace in their side. Now. And they've got Tony. Previously, they had Watkins, who, of course, they sold on to um, Aston Villa. But defensively, they, they look very solid as well, which obviously you need at prem premiership level, otherwise you get ripped. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've been impressed by Brentford and their new ground, which looks pre- pretty decent. Yeah, Brentford will make it's their been for the strikers that they've had as well. Mm. Like, so they had Watkins, they yeah. had Neil Morpé before he went to Brighton. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where Brighton signed him from, was Brentford. Mm. Um, now they've got Ivan Tony, they've had, I know he's not strong, but they've had Ben Rama. Mm. So these players are not, um, they're not bad. They're like they're Premier, high Premier League quality players now. Yeah, mm, definitely. So, They've got a good um, chain going for a minute. No, they definitely have plenty of good players, and it, it would be interesting to look to you know keep a look at on Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. It will be interesting <laughs> to keep a look at next on season, uh, Brentford. Yeah, maybe next season. Yeah. <laughs> <But> again. <laughs> right. We're moving on to the next game um, on Sunday. This was, and we will come back to we'll come back to Newcastle and Spurs in general here. So finished. Spurs beat Newcastle 3-2, George. I mean, okay, Spurs won against Newcastle, but at one point it was touch and go. And against teams like Newcastle, I I mean, if Spurs had ambition, they do not want to be having struggles like that against teams like Newcastle. Yeah, the problem there with that sentence is what you said. If Spurs had ambition... Yeah, the A-word. They... um, I suppose that game was must have been a hard game to play because obviously Newcastle on the back of the um, takeover. If no one knew about that, it's been a takeover. Um, <laughs> when did that happen? The atmosphere must, from what I heard, was quite electric. So it's hard to put yourself into that. And then obviously with the start, they had Newcastle, but um, Tottenham are just wolves, but playing white. David, I, I. Nuno is built like just setting them up like wolves. I just, I don't know. I think Tottenham may get Europa Conference League because that's their forte, isn't it? Um, just, I suppose for them, Kane scored. He managed to find the goal again. So, um, 
I don't know. Do you, a win's a win, isn't it? At the end of the day, it don't really matter how you get it. I suppose like whether it's three two, one nil, or four nil. Like I don't think Nuno's going to be sitting there saying, "Well, we shouldn't be playing like that," but he's got the win at the end of the day. Um, I'm not sure they've got. I think they've got West Ham this weekend. Which, uh, Spurs, yes, they so. do. Yeah, yeah. That'll be, be a lot harder. And hopefully, Hammers smash them. Um, but the, um, I think on Dembele scored as well, didn't he? Or what? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So they're goal. starting. They're starting to get him playing again. I don't know. It's, I thought. I, I will say that I thought the best goal of the game was um, Eric Dyer. Absolute oh, fantastic goal. 89th minute own goal. Yeah, 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 absolute fantastic goal. Just in the wrong end. Uh, but <laughs> another feat, I know we might come to this, so I'm probably stealing someone's thunder, and it's normally Abdi's are still, so let's see if I've done it again. I've got a lot of, I don't normally praise Tottenham fa- players, as you know, but I will praise Sergio Reguilon and Eric Dyer for what they've done with the fan. Oh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, no, I'll praise them as well for that. So that's that's all you get in Spurs. So they've got the job done, Abdi. That's all they needed to do. Is that way of that Spurs are playing at the moment something that's going to get them through the season to be more successful than last season? Though I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know really. Spurs, Spurs. They some sometimes they're good. Sometimes they, you know, that's how it goes. The two S bombs from Abdi. He's beating me two one. Yeah, I need to catch up. Hurry up, George. <laughs> don't worry. There's... One more game to go and then we'll on to predictions, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, Spurs, Spurs are just doing their thing. Um, they've got West Ham over the weekend, so that's going to be more of a challenge than Newcastle. I thought Newcastle would have done well, uh, better than they did, really. Um, I feel like the game, some of the sting was taken out of it and the energy was taken out of it after the the fan incident uh, who had a cardiac arrest. And um, gladly they're okay and they... Um, We'll take it to hospital. Praise to Sergio Reglon and Eric Dyer for alerting the referee and getting the uh, match stopped for a, for a little bit. But it must have been a bit weird for them to go off with like seven minutes of added time still to play, then come did back they in. Did score in that time? They did. They did. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so uh, yeah, it was Son who scored in that time. Um. And then afterwards, going off again for half time, then coming back out for the second half. So it was a bit stop-start in that period, but they they stopped. Spurs done what they had to do. They they knew they were going to come into a sort of hostile but not hostile atmosphere, um, and they did what they had to do. They done their job. That's what they have to do. They come and they won. Harry Kane finally broke his duck, got his first goal in the Premier League. Is he back? Du, 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 du. Shall see. Harry Kane. Talking about, uh, sorry, no, just talk about hostile real quick, Abdi. Um, hostile Abdi. No, not hostile. <laughs> I, like I will link, get hostile yeah. with you depending on what hostile you say. Hostile Abdi, no. No, I was just looking on um, the news because I remember hearing something the other day about it. Um, I'm pretty sure it was something to do with a Newcastle fan actually getting arrested. Um, a who, sorry? A Newcastle fan getting arrested yes. uh, for racist behaviour towards a Tottenham... Here it is. Tottenham fans targeted in alleged racist incident at Newcastle on the uh, Sunday's game. 
and a plan was uh, what you, what you expect people throw racial remarks at anyone they it's that's sad, the thing they'll go to it's true yeah. it, the, it, it, also it, i just want to quickly say you just remind me of something that i've seen um a fan who racially abused i can't remember who it was i think it was a championship player um online has um been arrested now this think, first this I is the um they, they'll be prosecuted in court basically um and have to spend eight weeks in jail four weeks um in actual jail and then four weeks um out of jail on parole i think that, sort of. I think that was the bakayo saka one no it wasn't it wasn't bakayo saka it was somebody else um i I know their name, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. But it was it was somebody who felt very uncomfortable by it, and they had racial messages in their DMs. Um, oh, it was it was Sawyer's Romaine Sawyer's from West Brom. That's who it was. Yes. Um, yeah. So the fan was arrested. That's the first fan to be uh, prosecuted after racially abusing someone online. So hopefully we can get more of these and track these low lives down. And oh, yeah. Clamp down on this sort of thing because it's not a joke. It's people's lives, um, and it's offensive. You know, it's disrespectful. You're human. You know, we're not robots. Totally agree. Yes, definitely. It's something to definitely keep an eye on. Right, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, So, Mark, we'll go. We'll come to you with this. So, Arsenal Palace. That game had everything. That was that was a thrilling game because you had Arsenal who really get went into it. And all to be honest, you three actually, you you were all of you guys were there. Actually, well, not you three, you two, George. When George comes back, we'll speak to him as well. But Austin and Abdi, you were there, so we'll come back to you as well. But Mark, what do you think of Arsenal's performance in that game? You know, should they did they deserve that draw? That's the main question I've got for you. No, we were lucky to get a point. I mean, I just thought that um, it's, it kind of mirrors um, much of what Arsenal have been doing this season in the sense that we we went out there like a mid-table team, we played like a mid-table team and any aspirations we have to get into Europe I just seem a long way off at the moment. If you look at the team we put out, it was pretty much the first choice team apart from you could argue that Granite Jack and Mayo come into the central midfield. But then you have to balance that with the fact that Palace were obviously missing Zahar. So for Arsenal, no point did we, grain, did we grab the game by the scuff of the neck and look to punish Palace even when it went to 1-0. We eased off, we just huffed and puffed and most of our passing was sideways and backwards. And if I can tell where the passes are going, you can bet your bottom dollar that the average premiership player can tell exactly where they're going. So I just thought we got away with it. Yes, we showed a bit of character, but it wasn't. It was painful to watch, and but it is what it is. We are working pro progress, really. Yeah, definitely. I think there's still various things there possible. Austin, you know, what's your thoughts on 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 the game? I mean, Palace did really well, but Arsenal. I think you did. Did Arsenal? You know, Arsenal didn't really take advantage of the spell they've had at, where they were basically blowing Palace away for a few, for a good few minutes. Do you know? Do you know what? When I when I was at that game. You know, I had I had such high hopes. I honestly thought, right, you know, we're gonna do this. You know, we're gonna win. Obviously, we got. You know, we we was against. You know, Patrick Vieira. You know, um, I tell you, the atmosphere was good when he walked out. Um, you know, but 
the first the first half Arsenal well not even the first half really it was like the first 15 minutes I thought yes Arsenal this is how I want you to play this is how I want you to play and then after that it was just like right off to bed do you get what I mean you know let's all go to bed you know it's past our bedtime you know we've missed CBB's bedtime story you know let's all go to sleep now you know um and it was just really hard for me to watch, really hard, you know, especially being there in person as well, you know. Um, you know, and then you had, to, obviously, that massive controversial thing about, you know, the attack, uh, the uh, tackle on Bakayo Saka. Like, now, I had a look at that right. over and over and over again. And that should have been, and I'm not just saying this because I'm an Arsenal fan, I'm not just saying this because, you know, I, I absolutely love Bukayo Saka. I'm saying this because it's facts. That should have been a red card. That kick to the back of Saka's legs should have been a red card. And I don't know what it is with other players and targeting Bukayo Saka, but it's like he's a massive target for every player out there. You know, we had it at the Euros and now we've had it at Crystal Palace, you know. like So that should have been a blatant red card. But honestly... After the like the second half, I don't know. I, I honestly thought I was what I honestly thought I was watching like a championship team. I really did. You know, we only woke up. We only woke up at the ninety fifth minute when Lacazette saved our asses. You know, mm-hmm. and it, it it was ridiculous. You know, we're Arsenal Football Club. You know, we should be playing so much better. You know, we get told our. Oh, you're meant to be a top six team, top six team. We can't even beat Palace. Like, you know, we was one go up. You know, I said before the game and I said to Abdi and I said to George before the game, I said, look, it's going to be 2-1 Arsenal, 2-1 Arsenal. Nah, it went the other way, 2-1 bloody Palace. And honestly, I had people sitting next to me and I had people moaning about Ramsdale. I had people moaning about Ben White. I had people moaning about Tomiyasu. The whole lot. I went and said... Right, you should have seen next to Mikel Arteta then. Yeah. I said, I said, it ain't Ramsdale for a start. If anything, Ramsdale was probably one of the best players on that pitch. He saved you. Saved He's saved our asses so many times. Tomiyasu, yes, he made a mistake which led to, um, I think it was uh, Edward's goal, I think. I think, I think that was Lukonga. Lukonga put his bully off the ball. Uh, one of the two, you know, their mistake led to the second goal. But yes, everyone makes mistakes in football. I get that. Everyone does. But we're supposed to be Arsenal Football Club. You know, we're playing, we're playing like we're Birmingham or something like that. Like, or like Stevenage or something like that. No, we're Arsenal Football Club. We should be playing like a top six team. Wow. Not drawing two all to Crystal uh, to Crystal Palace for crying out loud. It's, well, it's Austin, in reality, lately you haven't been a top six team. So, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> lately we haven't been. Lately we haven't been. And you know what? You know, at the start, of, well, I think the start of the season when we was in relegation, I was thinking, "Oh, this is it. We're going to hit Championship. We've never been in Championship before, but we're going to hit Championship." Then we started to wake up a little bit. We beat Tottenham, you know. We drew against uh, was it was it uh, Brighton? Brighton, that's it. I get mixed up between Brighton and Burnley. Don't know why. Um, you beat Burnley. 
you know, we, we drew against uh, Brighton. I thought, right, OK, maybe we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere here. And then all of a sudden, Crystal Palace comes along. Ah, oh, crap. Hello. Patrick Vieira is on the sideline. Let's all be scared of him. No. Just because he used to play at our club doesn't mean you got to all stare at him like, oh, look at that legend over there. No, focus on the game. You know, top six club. Start acting like it. <laughs> sorry, that, sorry, I just had to have a rant about it because it honestly, Have you finished? It honestly annoyed me, but yeah, go on, I'm finished. George, your turn. Yes, right. we'll get your thoughts, George, on the game. You know, A, did you know did Arsenal deserve that point? B, were Palace robbed? I guess that's technically the same question, really. But yeah, what do you think of the game? I will answer your questions, but I've got my own rant, which kind of falls into what um, Mikel Austin's just spoke about over there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Um, right, so on the whole, we didn't deserve nothing. Um, Palace played quite well and um, we were lucky that I was sitting next to Abdi and he didn't stop slagging Lacazette off that whole game I tell you shut it how's you <laughs> I don't have anything to say about Lacazette I was I was recording him the whole time I was going well done Lacazette you keep going I, the only time I booed him was at the 95th minute <laughs> but that's when I started slagging him off I wouldn't say we deserve a point but we got a point and this so now going back to so other points. So where <laughs> how do I start this? Because what you've just said, Austin, is like an AFTV episode. Because I've never heard so much rubbish. When was Ooh. we a top six team? Yeah, I literally said to him, "You haven't been lately, mate." I hate to break it to you. We ain't a top six team. Nowhere near it. Yeah, like some of those players that have played like you Tommy haven't been Astor, for a while. Yeah, and I love Arsenal to bits, but I'm realistic. I'm not. Bl- I'm blind, but not in that way. <laughs> Ramsdale <laughs> is worth every single penny that Arsenal paid for him. Uh, you, know, you can have you can have Martinez, whatever. I'm not bothered. We got Ram. We got Rambo. Shut up, you. You can't even beat Leicester, mate. So come. Everyone, everyone says Ramsdale is going to be the reason we get relegated as well. And that was. But the- where are we getting relegated? Please tell me. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, everyone was saying, oh, Arsenal's now got the Ramsdale curse because every club that Ramsdale's been in, they, they, you know, they've been relegated. OK. Harry Maguire and Andrew Robertson was in the defence for the whole city. Where were they? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, exactly. But anyway, I'm not going to have a row with this. But the player, we, have, we were simply not good enough on Monday night. We turn up and we do this every single game. We turn up for 10, 15 minutes. It's like we watch EastEnders and then we can't be bothered for the rest of the night. Um, They just, no, and it isn't a fact of, oh, we should be better than this. Self entitlement has to stop. We have not been one of these teams for a long, long time. And under Mikel Arteta, we're not going to be that team. I want Arteta to do well. I, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if he will, but that's just my personal look on it. Like Marco Avi's one on it as well. We'll have different ones. But saying we should be beating Palace, why? Because we're why meant should... to be a big club. We are meant well, to because be... we're because we're a big club, we should be beating everyone. So when well, we managed to go through one season undefeated. Yeah, that was about hundred years ago, mate. 
Yeah, that was 2003. Where you can't come, yeah, but you can't compare that team to what we got now, right? You're telling me oh, you're yeah, comparing. Hold on, you're comparing Patrick Vieira to bloody Ainsley Maitland Niles or Tommy Asu to Lauren or Ashley yeah, Cole. You're comparing Alex's lack of threat to Thierry Omri. No, I don't think so. He was the one that was bad mouthing Alex Lacazette that whole entire game, by the way. Yeah, because I don't rate him. I really don't rate him. He scored one goal and everyone's gone onto the category and Pornhub. Oh, I've got to celebrate Lacazette scored. No, it wasn't even that. It was more the fact of when Lacazette scored, you cheered. And he was like, yes, I told you he's good. I told you he's good. Why wouldn't I cheer? I'm an Arsenal supporter. I don't care. If Xhaka banged one in from like 40 yards, I still cheer. We, do you but, know who we should have played? Do you know who we should have played against Crystal Palace? Who? We should have put Xhaka. Xhaka should we have would, but he's injured. If he so was going to play, unless you're going to play, <laughs> play him on crutches in, or in a wheelchair. Yes, but if he wasn't injured, I tell you, if Xhaka played, it would have been a completely different game. But what does make me laugh, and Mark mm. kind of indicated this, all these supporters that are actually football managers. I, I, I didn't know. <laughs> like, all the football prefer, uh, managers on Twitter and in the crowd. Oh, he should be doing this. Oh, he should be doing that. Why are you not a manager then? Like, I'll become one if you want. Well, you might as well. You could go on AFTV at the same time. You talk the same no, way they do. No, no. You know my opinion about AFTV. Yeah, I don't but, like Anyway, getting back to the game, because we're going around in circles here. Um, I thought Pepe was one of the worst games he's had. I don't know if that's been mentioned yet. Um, and if I, I tell you, if I see Thomas Party shoot once more, I'm going to shoot him myself. <laughs> he is not. He just All he does is shoots. Like, he gets the ball. And he shoots again. Then he gets to, like, the first goal was his fault. Like, he... Set up, um, Benteke. Oh, yeah, um, Benteke, like he likes to score. But, um, I said to Abdi, I didn't think we'd win. I said I thought it'd be a draw. Um, you have to throw the Vieira effect into it. It's a massive, it's a, it's a massive effect. That, that man's a living legend of the club. Um, like he was devastated when we scored, so never mind, eh? Um, but uh, it's just I don't like when we play Thomas Party as the only holding midfield and we had Erdegaard next to him I don't like that um, he's done it a couple of times now and it just doesn't work Lochinger's still a bit young he needs to learn a bit like you keep hearing Ainsley make the nails throwing his toys out the pram like a little <laughs> saying oh I want to leave I want to play I want to play well, when you play you don't play any good mate so <laughs> I met him the other day oh, as well. So I don't care. Meet him. Tell him I said hello. But, um, yeah, I told him he needs to put his finger out of his arse. Doing something. But anyway. But um, I thought Tierney grew into the game the last 10, 15 minutes. He was unlucky. That's I think he... you want to be in the game. <laughs> no. You no, want to be in the game for 75 minutes. More than that. The last 15 minutes, he'd done all right. Um, the red card. already 2-1 down. down. Yeah, it's not controversial for me, the red card. It's a definite red and yeah. there is investigations actually being done. I saw on the news, Sports News earlier into um what's his name? Dean, isn't it? 
Mike Dean. Mike, yeah, Mike, 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 Mike Dean. Oh, is there actually investigations going on for him? Yeah, now? because he refused to go. He he plain refused to go to VAR, and the fact you're not allowed to do that now. So, but um, huh. that was a definite red for me, and not not just because it's an Arsenal thing. Like if Arsenal players do stuff like that, when Jack has done it on the four hundred and fifty eight thousandth time since he's been <laughs> at Arsenal, uh, I always say it, but. I just don't get Arsenal. Arsenal fans are really weird, stupid, weird. We win, so we win three games, and I've seen it. Oh yeah, we're only if we win this, we're only two point. We're only a point behind the top four. Then we drop points to Crystal Palace. Oh, another season, fourteenth, no European football. Might get relegated. How can you jump that like that quick? We're in bloody October. But how can you jump that quick? We haven't lost in five games. Why are you highlighting the negative? Like, no, it's not even a dig. I bet Man United would like to be undefeated in five. Or Leicester or all these other teams. I think like sure. Yeah, go on, sorry. So I actually enjoy I think part of the problem is that everything these days has to be black and white. There's no in-between. Yeah. So yeah. there's no, like, or he, he had an average game, or he was, or he or she, whatever, or the team is average. It's either we're going to win the league, the Champions League, and the Eurovision Song Contest all in one go, or we're going to get relegated. There's there's no in between. There's no line too many FIFA players, mate. Yeah, yeah, I agree with everything you say, George. Yeah, yeah, like it's I. <laughs> they also like I was. We were sitting near someone. I don't know if I have the but behind us, and he was like, oh, so it's the worst team Arsenal got. <laughs> like, Terry Neal, when he was a manager, like, obviously I wasn't a lot, like, born then, but from what mm. I've heard, that was bad. Like, um, I don't know, like, if we, and you watch, we're going, if, if we're going to beat Aston Villa, they'll be all right. So everyone will be all good, happy. Mm. They'll be like, there'll be banners in the air saying, kit. Don Mikel, uh, Mikel going to win the title or whatever. <laughs> like, but then if we lose, oh, Arteta's got to go. Relegation fall. And that's why I just can't deal with Arsenal fans. As a, I don't know, it might not just be Arsenal fans, but I'm only going that because that's the only ones I really see. I don't know if Abdi might know United football. We know one United fan that's like that. I don't know if there's a lot like that. Oh, 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 I've come across my fair share. A lot of it's it's just a modern day, mate. A lot I'm of people are reacting, mate. It's reactionary. Yeah, I just but um on a positive, Birmingham, three home goal three mm. home games scored. Well done, mate. Um and I, what I've noticed he's been tracking back and pressing quite a lot. But in the game on Monday, it was only him and Erdegaard that were doing it. So when you're the only two and you've got another eight players that are not, there's a problem there. Um, but Saka going off, I think, changed it a little bit. But you highlight when your team does bad like this, you highlight and you think, oh, well, with this, that, that. Palace played well. <laughs> Give credit where it's due. Palace are a good side. Everyone in the Premier League can beat everyone. Because Austin's saying, oh, we're a big club. So Man United can say that when they drop points against Sheffield United. Sorry to remind you about that, Abdi. Or when Arsenal lost to Brentford. Or when Chelsea... Well, didn't Chelsea get knocked out of the cup by Bradford one year? 
yeah, good for you. I think it was 20. Two at home by West 20, Brom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did they go? So, all this stuff, oh, well, we should be beaten. No, no, get rid of that. Self entitlement has Not to go. These days. Like, anyone can beat anyone. Like, we all. Uh, well, not all of us. Most of us on here thought Man City were going to absolutely blitz Burnley. They didn't. But that then you could go, like, don't, <laughs> one of the relegation. Like, you imagine if Norwich go and beat Chelsea. Not saying it will happen, but well, technically, you, nev- he... you never know. Like, I just, it's like Abdi said, it's reaction based and clickbait and reaction based. And just, but I take the point. I've take that point. Run with it. We've got Villa on Friday. Let's beat them. Yes, a quick one on Palace Abdi. You know, there's one substitution that really bothered me. Kind of Palace decided to shut up shop when they were two one up and took Edward off, which I had some Palace fans say to me that's a very Roy style substitution, which I was very surprised about. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad you came to me because I, I wanted to talk more about Palace rather than Arsenal. Um, because he's the undercover Arsenal fan. <laughs> uh, no. Um, Patrick, match ball for Abdi. <laughs> at, least you'll, at least you'll get three points, mate. Listen, you, you made me forget what I'm trying to say. No. Uh, <laughs> who did he bring on? Tompkins, wasn't it? Or something? It was Tompkins. Tompkins, yeah, yes. Yeah, Tompkins yes, yeah, came on for Edward. Um the funny thing is, when I said when when um, when I was next to George, he said that's a bit of a defensive change, and I was like, you know what? Go on, Vieira, yeah, yeah, shut up, shop, just chill. Game nearly finished and all that, you know. Um, but I, I literally did say it was. I was like, yeah, nah, go on, feel free to do that move. But Palace, I don't know. They played well. Um, first half not so well. They grew into it towards the end of the half. And then second half, they came out. They came out firing. They got their two goals. Like and they do supporters. this thing. They do this thing. Yeah, they're, they're not going to lie. The supporters <laughs> were, were kind of quiet. But then they woke up um, in the second no, half. No, weren't even a dig. Like, they were really quiet first half. And then they... We were next grew, to them as well. I couldn't hear yeah, them too much. Grew into oh, the game. Got and got louder and louder. It's not hard to make that much noise in the library. Um, but yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was... Palace have this weird thing about throwing things away. When they play, they they play well, but they don't seem to be able to finish the job. It happened with Brighton. They played well against them, and then right at the end, they lose it. They not lose, but they draw. Leicester, they will beat them. They won't beat them. They're playing well. They go two 0 down. They pull it back. Fair play. That that's a better result for them than it is for Leicester. But at the same time, they should have got more from that if they had been defensively sound. Arsenal, another game that they dropped uh, points. Something has to change with Palace in terms of they need to figure out what the issue is with conceding sloppy goals, late goals, all of that. Um, So Vieira has to look at it and figure something out because in that run of results, they could have had, what, nine points and they've only got three they dropped six points. So, yeah, not not good, not good. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Yes, it's an interesting, interesting one. I think Palace need to start 
you know, doing better, not dropping points, because that's been Palace's big problem on three games on the bounce, really. But Look yeah, what they could have done. Look what they, they could have. They could have. They were so that if if Edward came on, if stayed on and scored a third goal, then you know that could have really changed the game. So it was a bit of a baffling substitution that one. Uh, not that baffling, but yeah. Right, we will move on to predictions then, and do the usual the do the usual scores for the games in the upcoming game week. So we're going to kick off with the first game. Mark, we're going to go with you. So score prediction for Arsenal, Aston Villa. I will go with Arsenal 2, Aston Villa 1. Okay, Austin. I am going to go for... Oh, Arsenal 2, Villa 1. Okay, okay, Abdi. Villa 2, Arsenal 1. Ooh, same scoreline all round. Right, interesting. Mm. Right, we're going for... The then lunch... again, I'm confused because of the 3-2 thing that they throw away. So mm, who knows? True, yeah. Move on to the next game. 12.30 kickoff. Um, Austin, Chelsea, Norwich. Oh, Chelsea, Norwich. Actually, wait, why am I saying oh? Easy. 2-0 Chelsea. Technically, yes. Mark? Uh, I think we're scoring double it. Uh, Chelsea, 4 Norwich, nil. Abdi? Beef. 4-0 Norwich. I'm joking, Chelsea. <laughs> I'm going to go... Well, for Villa, Arsenal, she didn't give a prediction. I'm going to go 3-1 Arsenal. And for Chelsea, Norwich, I'll go 5-0 Chelsea. Next game... Confident, are we? Well, we'll see what Just happens. Might as well be. Uh, we're going to move on to the next game. Mark, Palace, Newcastle. I'll go with one all. Uh, Abdi. Why are you following me? One all. <laughs> Stalking uh, Austin I'm going to go with 2-1 Newcastle mm, Interesting I'm going to go with 2-1 uh, Palace Next game Abdi We're going to go with Everton Watford 3-1 Everton Okay Mark 3-0 Everton Good <laughs> Good. Change the prediction No way You had to change that <laughs> Before you get accused of stalking Austin yeah. uh, I'm going to go 3-2 Everton. I'm going to go 2-1 Everton. Next game, Mark, Leeds versus Wolves. I'll go with Leeds 1, Wolverhampton Wanderers 2. Austin. I'm going to go for Wolves 2, Leeds 2. OK, Abdi. 1-0 to Wolves. Good, good. I'm going Wolves. to go for a 1-0 to Wolves. Austin, Southampton, Burnley, Thriller. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to go for... Uh, oh. oh, this is a difficult one, isn't it, really? Uh, right, 2-1 Burnley. Okay. Mark? I'm going to go 3-1 Southampton. Okay, Abdi? The 0-0. I'm going to go 1-0. Okie dokie. Next, Mark Brighton, Man City. Uh, I think Manchester City will win that company 3 0. Abdi. 2 0 City. Okay, Austin. 3 1 City. Mm, interesting. I'm going to go 3 1 as well for that one. Right, Abdi, Brentford, Leicester. Is that the Brentford Stadium, right? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Then. 2-1 Brentford. Mark. I think that'll be a draw. I think it'll be one all. 
Austin. I think it's going to be nil-nil. Oof. I'm actually going to go for one all for that as well. Leicester in the Europa League, but to be fair, they are mm. playing today, which is Wednesday. Yeah, they've got an extra yeah, day. Mm. But they're in Moscow. So that is true. Not <laughs> easy. Ooh, interesting game. This one, Austin, West Ham, Spurs. West Ham 2, Tottenham 1. Of course, Abdi. West Ham 3, Bloody Spurs hell. 2. Mm. <laughs> Mark? I think West Ham will win that comfortably by three goals to one. Oof. I was considering that, but I was like, no. no. I thought Mark is going to go for that too. <laughs> ah, ah. I'm going to go 2 1 West Ham for that one. Right then, the biggie. Here we come. Abdi, oh. Man United versus Liverpool. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Do I go with my head or do I go with my heart? You go with whatever you feel is best, mate. That's a really helpful uh, answer, that is. <laughs> I'm going to just play it down the middle. 1 1. Oh. Yes, I'm not surprised. Um, Abdi, oh, you had Abdi. Austin. Hi. I said one one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Liverpool two, Man United one. Ooh. Mark, I just think Liverpool have way too much for Man United. If both teams pull for their potential, so I'm gonna go Man United one, Liverpool three. Based on what I've seen, I'm gonna They're say gonna come be... to our house and beat us three one. Are you <laughs> mad? Are you mad? Uh, yes. <laughs> but these that these games tend to You're be coming on the podcast next week. If we lose three one, I will personally write an apology letter. Well, no, I won't write it. Okay. I will give you an apology. We'll give. Okay. We'll preach out a speech. Uh, I'm gonna go for nil nil for that one. I'm afraid Very these games. At that point. Yeah. Right, the next part is for the fantasy football gurus. That means the three of us. In and bin. So, Austin, I, th- I think you've tried... I don't know if you've seen that feature before, but it's when we pick a player to bin and the player to put in to people's fantasy teams as you'd like. So, Abdi, have you got an in or bin for us? In and bin for us? I do, and I have... Sort of two, and one is a very painful one. Um, one I'm leaning to keep in because I have both of them, and it's either Lukaku or Cristiano Ronaldo. And yes, gasp, I know those two, they should be goal machines, but both of them haven't scored in a couple games. Lukaku especially hasn't scored in a good run of games, but they have Norwich, bottom of the table, so I will stick with him. But Ronaldo... We're going into a tough run of games. I'm not sure if he will be the best person for you to have at the moment. If you are considering bringing him in, uh, I would avoid him for now. Um, but to bring in, um, well, I should go down the same position, shouldn't I? Um, why don't you bring in like an Ivan Tony against Leicester, who will be tired. Um, he could probably be got out as well. Okay, Austin, have you got an in and bin for us? This is new to me, so bear with me, please. Um, I have now. I've just looked at my one, actually. Just looked at mine. Because I do dreadful on fantasy football, as you lot have probably seen. Um, 
Emmanuel Dennis from Watford. He's uh, not doing so well. Now, I would bin him and then to bring in... Oh, to bring in for Dennis. See, I don't know who I'd bring in for him. That's the thing. Possibly Barnes, who plays for Burnley, I reckon. So, yeah. That's an interesting one. Uh, George, are you back with us? Yeah, I think. Right. We on in and bin. Have you got one? Um, probably get rid of Ronaldo. What? I literally just said this. Shush, why are you acting like that? Um, and bring in Lukaku against Norwich. <laughs> That's not a bad bet, actually. While he's sorting his out, I want to change my in. I've just, I've just gone through the transfers and I've just noticed that... Uh, I don't know if I'm going to say his name right, but is it Huang from Wolves? Yep. Actually, yeah. a few people bring him in. So, yeah, do you want to change that? Yeah, he, he seems to be doing pretty well. Um, he's got a 6.3% selected rate. Uh, 26 points in total. He seems to be doing quite well. So, uh, I'll, cha- I'll change it to him instead of um, instead of Barnes. And then change it to Huang. Harvey Barnes. Yeah. Don't bring him in. He's useless. Hey, Barnes. At the moment, yeah. At the moment, yeah. I'm gonna bring him. I'm gonna bring in Huang. Because Dennis ain't Dennis ain't doing any good for me at the minute. Okay. So my one's a controversial one, but this player has not scored for me for a good few weeks now. Maybe when his form picks up again, I'll bring him back in. But Bruno Fernandez, you're coming out. You're a, you're a bin for me this week. Not controversial at all. Mm. And I'm going to say, considering he has assisted and scored and helped out a bit, uh, plus, I'd say if you can bring in Salah, but if you can't... Shocker. If you can't, bring in Mane. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> listen, listen, I'll tell you this for free. Do whatever you can to bring in Salah. He is worth no, every he, single No, ideally, penny. the only reason I say <clears throat> Mane... And if you is... don't have Salah... In your team, I don't know what's wrong with you. Just quit fantasy because I don't have Sally in my team. What are you trying to say? I don't. But that's what are I you talking? I've seen your record in the flipping head headly. You are yeah. one to seven. You are yeah. on seven match losing streak. Shush. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't have the money to afford Salah. I'm basically a point eight million short. Break your team. Yeah. I've got I've got Lukaku and Ronaldo, so I can't exactly. I was going to say that. that's not a bad shout if they were performing. So, yes, there we go. That is the show. Thank you, everyone, for joining. And I hope we had a good show. And we will be back next week where we will talk Premier League and we will talk Champions League fixtures. So that will be interesting. Thank you, Mark, for coming. And we'll hopefully have you on soon. Thank Thank you, Austin, for coming back. Thank you George and Andy, good to have you as well. We apologize for any technical issues on the pod. But, hey, these things happen. (laughs) It's all, you know... It happens. Yeah, it happens. Life. The entire meeting shut down at one point. So, yeah, we don't know what happened there. But, yeah, everyone, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.